Hope everybody's having a great Saturday. We got a little rain around here. Nothing too bad. Just help the grass. Hope everything's going great on your side of town. So, in continuation of our discussion on fear, today we're going to talk about something I'm very good at. An expert, you could say. The fear of failure. Now, this is one that, first, let me rewind. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for liking. Thank you for commenting. It's been, uh, you know, this isn't the most comfortable thing to do, but this is why I'm doing it. Okay, we have to stretch ourselves every once in a while, right? You have to push your abilities, your comfort zone, right? So that's what this is about for me. And I hope it's valuable information for you. So, failure. That word right there strikes terror in most people. Do you know how I know? Look around. How many people do you see that are pushing themselves beyond what they're normally doing? Not many. Now, I'm not saying everybody is not pushing themselves because they are afraid to fail, but a lot of people are. Why? So, let's start with a story. Story time with MZ. Back in 2006, 2005, 2006, I'd started a business, electrical contracting business, and um, had been working for myself for several years. It was definitely something that I enjoyed uh, working for myself. I liked picking the projects that I wanted to work on. I liked um, working directly with the customers. And that was my favorite part about it, is working with customers. And things started going pretty well, almost too well. In fact, uh, we started growing a lot faster than I was prepared for. But being the kind of guy that I am, I let's do it. So we started hiring people. We bought a bigger building for our office. We started buying vehicles. We were locking up work all over town. It was great. Except in my inexperience as a business owner at that level, I had not paid attention to some of the very important details, such as overhead. Now, I, I paid my bills. I paid my people. I paid myself. But the profit part was what wasn't sticking around. And when that happens and things get a little lean, you're in trouble. Let me tell you. And it can happen fast. You could wake up overnight and your bank account is gone. And there's no checks coming. And it starts to get really uncomfortable. <laughs> they go to work every day and you're the boss. So, but you got to do it. And so you start working harder, trying to find more work. Well, the problem with getting more work that you're not pricing properly, that you're underbidding. Now, wasn't doing it on purpose, but I wasn't taking into account all of the factors that I needed to. Because these were larger jobs that I was not accustomed to. 
I was more of a service technician, up to, you know, maybe five, $6,000. We were talking about $100,000, $200,000 projects here. Now, I'd worked on those, but bidding them is a little bit different. There's a lot that goes into something like that, a lot of details. And if you miss those details, you're going to find out at the end, maybe even in the middle. And that's what happened to me. I found out in the middle. So we're skipping along. We've got jobs all over town. This is around Thanksgiving, I think. And the stress levels were out of this world. And it turns out that one of the jobs that we were working on, they were slow pay. Now, what does that mean? Well, as a contractor, when you turn in an invoice, they typically have 30 days to pay that. I don't like that, but that's the way the industry set up. Well, sometimes as a larger project is going along, that 30 days will come and go, and then 40 days, 45 days, 50 days, and you still don't have a check. You might at that point make a phone call and say, hey, uh, did I miss the mail? Oh, no, we haven't gotten paid yet, so we can't pay you. What does that even mean? Well, in your contract, it says pay when paid, which means we only pay you when we get paid, and we haven't gotten paid yet. But we still need you to get that meet that deadline. We still need you to get that job done. That was on two different jobs that we were getting slow paid on, and these were $100,000-plus jobs. Had a lot of money out, and we had to hire more people for more payroll. The guys that I was working that were working for me were making more money than I was making because they were working overtime because we had to get the job done. So that, on top of, I woke up one morning, and my bank account was literally zero. I kind of had a panic attack. I called my banker. I said, "What's going on?" And they said, well, it looks like the state of Texas took the money out of your account. And I said, for what? And I said, sales tax, it looks like. Well, now sales tax, I had been paying, but slow, because, again, I didn't have the money. I'm not going to put it on a credit card. That would be dumb. But in the end, frozen bank account, not getting paid by customers, Still having to buy materials to finish these jobs, it was not a good time. At the end of the day, we ended up finishing the jobs. All of our guys got paid, but we did have to lay them off. Had to sell our building at a loss, which is not fun. And had a line of credit that we had to settle on, but we did settle. And I got, had to get it all sorted out with the state of Texas, uh, but still never got my money back. Uh, they just applied it to the future payments. So MZ was in a bad spot. He wasn't feeling good about business, about life, about anything. So he, I downsized. I just got down to me. And I started thinking maybe business isn't for me. Maybe this was a pipe dream. Maybe I should just go back to work for somebody else. It's so much easier. And that's what I did. I went back to work for somebody else. And I wasn't happy about it. But you know what? I learned a lot. Because it was a larger company that did these larger projects. And bigger than that. So I got experience on that side of things. And I worked there for a couple years. 
And you can bet I was ready to start it up again and give it another go because it's in me. It's like this fire burning. You know, I'm, I'm at, at my heart. I'm an entrepreneur. I have to have my own business. I have to tell, call the shots, or at least have some influence in the shots. Uh, you know, if you've got a collective or a, a committee that you work with it, uh, in your own business, you've got to have feedback from other people. But in the end of the day, somebody's got to make the decision. Somebody's got to be the leader. And as the owner of the business. Uh, it's not a power thing. It's just uh, it's a service thing. I liked being able to serve my customers the way I felt like they needed to be served. And I liked being able to provide them with a value. Um, and it's still to that day. That's the way I, I've always run my business. So that time, what got me through that, because starting another business, it, it was a big risk. I'd failed. Why would I want to try to do this again? In my head... I'm thinking this is a this is a bad idea. I'm, I got a cushy job. I make my salary every week. I get vacations. I got health insurance. Why would I want to start my own business again? This is this is madness. And plus, it, it, it was terrible. I didn't do good. Well, what is this life about, ladies and gentlemen? This life is about learning expanding, growing, right? So when we fail, when we have these challenges that we come up against that are more than we can handle, that's part of the process. That's part of the growth process. In order for you to get stronger at anything, be it working out, be it uh, doing Equations in your head, working on anything, playing guitar, art. You have to mess up a little bit to get the experience. So failure isn't something to be afraid of. Now, it's not also something to, to shoot for. You don't want to shoot for failure. You always want to shoot for the win. Always. But when failure does come, process it, accept it, find the lesson. Where, where, did, where were my mistakes? What can I do to take that, those lessons, apply them, and then get past it the next time it comes around? Because it will. The challenges that we face, they never go away. That's, to me, what's so beautiful about this life that we lead, the variety, the challenge of it, something new, something to grow, something to push for. So, for instance, a little baby. A little baby completely uh, helpless, has to have someone carry it, feed it, change its clothes, change its diapers, bathe it, everything. Now, as they grow and start to get stronger and develop, what do they do? They start moving that head up, right? And then it falls. And then they move that head up, and then it falls. Now, we don't tell them, hey, baby, leave your head down. Clearly, you're not good at this. So you're hurting your forehead. Stop doing that. No. We might put some pillows around the baby, but we'll encourage the baby. We want the baby to be able to lift its head. Because after that is what? The push-up, right? And then the fall-down. And then the push-up. 
and then the fall down. No, baby, you're, you're, you're just going to have to, you know, roll around for the rest of your life. You're clearly not capable of, uh, of pushing yourself up into a crawling position. No, we don't do that. We encourage them to move forward. We encourage them to continue to try. Well, you should do that to yourself as well. When you fail, you need to be the one to encourage yourself. Don't depend on everybody else. Don't think in your head, well, why isn't my wife giving me the support that I need? Why aren't my coworkers giving me the support that I need? Why, why is the state of Texas robbing my bank account? Hey, that's all victimness. We don't we need no victimhood. That's blaming other people for your life, your accountability, your mistakes. I own every one of my mistakes. Everything that happened in that business was all on me, and it was all due to me. Because I didn't play the game the way it's supposed to be played. I didn't study the rules. I didn't pay attention to the details. So the failure was on me. It wasn't on the contractor that saw my bids were too low and snatched them up. No, they were just trying to make a profit on their own because business is tight. And business is a contact sport. Don't let anybody mislead you. Business is tough. But it's very rewarding, and it's very fulfilling. So every time this happens, you have to think in your head, got another lesson, right? Don't beat yourself up over failure. And definitely don't beat up other people over failure. That goes back to criticism, like we talked about last week. When other people are down is when they need to be lifted up. They need a hand to raise them, not to slap them. But back to yourself, when you have those moments of failure, those moments of challenge, when you see that challenge, 100% of effort must go into it. Because if you only go halfway and you fail, and you think, oh, maybe I'll give it a little bit more effort, and then you fail again. Well, you're not getting anywhere. you always got to give your most, the best, 100%, to get past the challenge. And then the growth occurs. And then the next time that challenge comes, what? It's easier, isn't it? Of course it is, because you've already done it. You already got through that. You know how to do that. Now, the thing to me that is most remarkable about us as human beings, we are beings of light and creation. And I'm not talking about just in the way of uh, creating children. The thoughts in your head, ideas, can be brought from your head into the physical realm with effort. But it can be done. Look all around you. We enjoy so many different things in our lives that we had nothing to do with their creation. But we still get to appreciate and enjoy uh, their wonders. Light, water, running water in your house, a house. You may now, yes, you paid for it. But invention of light, the bringing, the, the bringing of water to, uh, to civilizations, that was done long ago. Thank you to those guys. We need those guys. But all of that started with an idea. And you know what? I bet it failed a lot. 
Look back at Thomas Edison. Old boy failed thousands of times before he got the light bulb right. Did he give up? No. He kept going because he knew that every time he was going to get a little bit better and a little bit closer to what he was trying to accomplish until he did. And bang, the light bulb. So don't let failure blockade you from progress. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's part of life, and you'll be all right. Hope you've enjoyed. If you did, give it a like and a comment and a share, maybe. Cheers. See you next time.